If someone gave you the chance to make all your dreams come true, wouldn't you do it? And if you failed, wouldn't you be happy you at least got the chance to try? I need to take this chance, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Welcome to Casey's Corner. Hey everyone, welcome back to Casey's Corner. Today's episode is with a very good friend of mine. I call him my virtual little brother because we had the opportunity to meet via Instagram, my goodness, uh, in 2017, I think it was when we first met, and he applied to be a rep for the Once Upon a Pots Etsy shop that I was that I had at the time, and we just hit it off. Like I said, I just adore him. I love his personality, his uh, gumption, because that's my favorite word, and he's just such a great resource for so many people. And today's episode, like I said, we're actually going to be talking about some topics that we've never really covered before on Casey's Corner. Uh, It is Pride Month, and while I do sometimes feel a little bit icky talking about Pride only in June, like we should be talking year-round, which Erin and I are going to talk about too, just kind of how everything gets a little bit, um, a little too commercial these days. But we'll figure it out, and we're going to talk through it all together. And I'm very excited because I see him waiting for me. There you are, cutie pie. Hello. Hi. <laughs> how Thanks. are you? Oh my gosh. How are you? How are you? I am so good. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad to have you. Like I was saying, I mean, goodness, it's been, what, almost five years? Yeah, because I think it was like right after Kennedy was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've known each other for five years. Um, I've had the chance to kind of just watch you come into your own and grow and flourish. And I'm so proud of you. I really am. And I'm so proud to know you. Um, and I just love the fact that I've gotten to see you at work a few times. Yes, yes. People- <laughs> Some people might not know what it is that you do. Like, what's your day job? So, so tell everyone, what is your very cool day job? Yes, so I am a bird trainer. I'm an animal trainer at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, I am a trainer at both of the shows on properties. So Feathered Friends in Flight and um, Winged Encounters. So the one at the Tree of Life uh, with all the macaws and then the stage show in Asia at the Anandapur Theater. I am so grateful to be a part of and um, I like to say I'm the face of Animal Kingdom because I'm the only trainer that does both shows on a regular basis. So you can see all over the place um, and I, my job is to uh, train natural behavior within our birds but to be able to share the stories of our animals and inspire and educate our guests on conserving the planet, conserving our animal species all over the world and um, give a little bit of entertainment as well. That you do, absolutely. And what I love is just kind of your journey too. I remember when you first got the job with the company because a lot of people might not know it's a different company that runs the bird show and the uh, the aviary. But I just love that, you know, you started because you loved birds and then it just happened to be part of Disney and you just really worked your way up and now you, you're the face. Yes, and, that, and that's really how it was is I... Um... I remember just going and uh, seeing, like, seeing the birds and stuff. And I talked to a couple of the trainers who I now work with. And um, learning that this new show was happening at the time, it was Up a Great Bird Adventure with Doug and Russell. And, yeah, and I was already a, a bird trainer uh, here in Florida, in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? That That's what I want to do. Like, I love Disney and love animals. So why not be a trainer there? So once I figured out this company that I work for now, that was a part of it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. I had some doubts originally applying and um, something came up and I was like, you know what? This, I think it's my sign. It's my time. Yeah. Went for it. And you know what? Dreams do come true. Uh, so magical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, listen, I am grateful that you are allowing me to dive into a subject that I'm going to be honest, I feel a little naive about, but I think that there's so much opportunity to learn. And I think that people need to learn and take the time to understand the right way to approach things. Um, And like I said, in my intro, you know, we talked about doing this show together and we kind of, or at least I said, I'll take the ownership of it. I was like, 
oh, let's talk about something pride related since it's going to be um, June, right? And then I felt weird. I was like, oh, is that so commercially of me? Or is that like so opportunistic? Is that weird that, you know, you're more than just a pro like part of pride? You are so you. So I am hoping to learn and understand the best way to approach being an ally, really, and like being the best version of an ally we can be. Um, so really, my question is, do you feel like June as Pride Month is becoming a little too commercial? I mean, every single logo right now has a rainbow flag on it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it does yeah. because it's, if this is something that being a part of the LGBT community that like, this is who we are, this is how we're going to live our lives. And it's not just June. It's not this one month. It's yeah. 365 days a year. I mean, yeah. to yes, have a month for it to celebrate that. Sure. Great. But we should technically be celebrating it if we're all going to be equal and love each other, which I'm not saying no one isn't, but yeah. to still have that year round as big as we want it to be i think it should be so now it is kind of commercialized because they're set they're setting it aside as june is this month where we're gonna have everything rainbow like yeah. all over walt disney world it's all pride stuff for this month because yes it is pride month but if the company themselves and not pointing fingers and stuff but yeah. is be an ally as well then why don't they always have that as big as they do all the time that's Fair how I point. No, I mean, and that's, you're in the epicenter of that too. Not only Walt Disney World, but also just being in Florida. Yes. Where there's so much controversy and, you know, coming around all around, don't say gay kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> do you, do you, or how do I want to put this? What way would you want to see companies approach allyship and being a more a louder voice throughout the year yeah i guess um i don't know i guess more marketing in that manner like i, I mean you see on on televisions um in their commercials that uh they'll have a man uh, a man men on men couple so two mm -hmm. men together and have a yeah. family or um same thing with women so yeah. uh, gay and lesbian couples um and like a coffee commercial or yeah. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And if I think if companies are going to do that, they could do more of those or advertise those within their um, locations, within their stores, within their mm -hmm. theme parks. So have those posters out and about or have those. Um, I mean, most of these theme parks have jumbotrons on them, like Universal does. And um, I mean, I think Disney has it in studios, like one of their big boards going towards Tower of Terror, having those things playing all the time. And um, and I don't know, maybe it, it is beyond the marketing aspect of things, but just to be that voice. And I know a lot of my friends originally when the Don't, uh, don't Say Gay bill was really being passed. And it's not that it's not a thing anymore, but right. there's already so many things happening on planet Earth and within our country that everything just keeps kind of gets piled on. So it's like, it's right. right. Back. It's like, hmm, what's going to be our cause today? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it, the things that are still important get on the back burner because there's something else happening that is not, and unfortunately not relevant to the situation we're, that we're talking about now. But um, when that was really happening, a lot of my colleagues were feeling really down and especially being working for Walt Disney World. So putting myself aside because I don't work for that company and my company was very um, reacted different within our, our organization. Um, they were like, well, I, I'm upset with the company because they were supposedly supporting this a bill and this, that, and the other. And they're, they're feeling um, kind of lost and saddened. And I mean, I'm there with them, standing there next to them and kind of being the best support system that I can with my friends, but not being a, like specifically working for that company, like they are paying my bills. Yeah. Uh, I, I can just, I could just see how hard it hit them in the, in the beginning of this, of this moment happening. So uh, originally I, I didn't, 
of course, didn't like it. Like, I love them. So right. I want to be a support system of that, like, organization, either i.e. Walt Disney World. But um, now, luckily, they have changed their aspects. It's kind of like they've made up. They're trying to make up for it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just... But do so you think it's like, are they trying to make up for it in too big of a way? And that's why, like, do you think they went crazy with pride because of, like, this is absolutely. their little band-aid? Yes, absolutely. And mm -hmm. I was actually just talking about this to my other coworkers at um, at Sperry at my side job. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of us that work there that are part of the community. And... Um, we, Asperi is an ally and we have our pride um, marketing out right now, which is some of the best I've ever seen with them. That's a side story, yeah. but yeah. Cool. Uh, but we, I was just talking that, that Disney is kind of, we were like, it's, they're kind of overdoing it for the things that just happened. They're mm -hmm. like, Hey, we know we messed up somewhere where we are allies and we have to kind of make up for it. So pride is everywhere on property right now so much merchandise and it's like all the merchandise proceeds go towards um either lgbt um organizations and mm -hmm. funding for people of lgbt communities and it's like why couldn't you do this in the first place and why does it have to be so much now just specifically during this month and why can't it just be evenly spread throughout 12 months of the year right right and I mean, so it, what's interesting and what kind of popped into my mind too, as you just said that. So, okay, so say that they do start making a bigger commitment to highlight um, their uh, allyship throughout the year, right? Does that, what does that look like? Does it still look like a, I'm, I'm just picturing like in World of Disney, is it going to be a rainbow end cap or, right? Like, because I feel like that's what it is. And I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's got to be a better way. <laughs> I And I think so, too. I I don't know what that is, and I can't think of that, honestly, at this moment. Like, what would be that fix? But I don't think it needs to be a portion of the store that's dedicated. Because that's what they do. They, they Mandalorian comes out, Star Wars stuff. They, right, that's what I'm picturing. Halloween, you know, the main art, main, yes. yes. that main spot over by Emirates, Halloween, Christmas. Yeah. And you don't need to make it all pride like throughout the year, but I w I guess just more of that product coming out and changing and um, like just have it throughout, like let it be a normal thing, mm. not a celebration in that very moment. Yes, during June, you could have that big area be pride right. to highlight it even more because it is the month of celebration of, of rainbow and being yourself and loving right. who you love. But why can't it just be a part of the daily operation 365 days a year? Because we all know that park is open every single day. Right. I think that would be a good way to do it now in, in my head. Um, of course, I don't get paid that money to do that marketing, but. Yet. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Hello. But. I think that would be something that would feel more normal and more natural that this just like, okay, walking through the ears amongst all these beautiful ears, there's a rainbow one and maybe yeah. a trans one or a bi uh, non-binary or bisexual mm -hmm. flag colorations mm -hmm. in those ears and just be normal. It doesn't have right. to be that in capped. I guess that yeah. would be better. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that just kind of making it be part of the normal. We'll talk about that in a second because it's actually something I and want to talk about too when it comes to just conversations in general mm -hmm. but here's my question because we're talking an awful lot about rainbow products and paraphernalia right it's everywhere yeah absolutely. everywhere i gotta say i love it i have always been and i swear this is like my dad's uh influence because remember like the old school kodak and polaroid logos they were like yeah. just the stripes of mm -hmm. the rainbow colors I love just clean rainbow stripes of different colors and everything. So I'm very much uh, like attracted to a lot of the stuff that comes out for Pride because I love just the graphic element of that. What are your thoughts uh, on someone being heteros heterosexual wearing rainbow paraphernalia? Um, to me- or Pride pride paraphernalia in general for sure um it kind of just depends because uh, originally 
and how I see it because speaking of this instance, there was a couple guests that came in to buy shoes the other day. They were part of the community mm -hmm. um, and they were decked out in all Disney rainbow gear, rainbow mm -hmm. socks. They bought our pride collection, almost everything from our pride wow. collection, our shoes section, which is very cute this year. Um, and like everything, shirts, Disney stuff, the hands with the heart rainbow, like Disney, mm -hmm. everything. Um, and besides the fact that I could tell they were a part of the community just by their mannerisms and behavior um you, you could tell because of the colors and they were wearing rainbow mm -hmm. so i judge i look at that and not necessarily judge but look at that i'm like okay someone's wearing rainbow i see a, a gay person or a, a lesbian a someone part of the lgbt because that's typically what you're going to see around here right. put two and two together and they are they will mm -hmm. be a part of the community when i see if I were to see it, because honestly, I don't think I've ever seen someone who is cisgendered, like man, female, male, female, wearing that as an ally. I think it would be very cool. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it would be a part of the away from the comfort zone that it would show that people who man, woman, who have a family, who have children, who are straight, wearing that as an ally. I think that would be so much a next step. I think it would be the next thing to have just your average people see because you don't ever see that really. So to have, uh, to, to see that, I think it would be very, very, look at that. <laughs> Those are cute. <laughs> So this is what I'm getting at. So I just loved the look of these. And for those who are listening as a podcast later, I'm holding up. I have a pair of Rothy's from their Pride collection last year that are just white kicks with like really cute. It's not even a rainbow. They're just multicolored stripes. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it was part of the Pride collection. I loved it. They were making donations towards, you know, different um, causes in the community. And same thing, I bought some stuff from the Peloton collection. And I just feel, the way I feel about it is, at first I was like, oh my God, if I wear this, people are gonna think I'm a lesbian, right? And yeah. then I'm like, it is 2020, at the time, 2021, come on. Yeah. If, if that's really my concern, why do I care? First of all, why do I care? And two, like, if I, a purchase that I make of something that makes me feel good, it brings me joy, and the purchase is actually helping the community, how is it a bad thing? Exactly. My concern was just like, is this in any way offensive to the community on the other side? And I don't think so. I have a really good friend who I work with, which is one of the trainers with me, and she's a huge Peloton person. She, like Pelotons in the morning and at night, like she is obsessed. Beast. Getting their gear, like she's always brags about, it. she's like, oh, there was a sale, I got so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He got one of the jackets, correct me if I'm wrong, but or one of the shirts, one of the tops of some sort that had the rainbow Peloton logo. Yeah. Um, and I know she's straight because she is with another man who I also work with. So, um, but I know she's an ally. I know she's a big supporter of, of the LGBT community. Yeah. So for me, I see that as she's an ally. If I, it's hard because I also know her. So I know that she is not a lesbian in any way and so when she has that merchandise i'm like okay she is supporting us in the community yeah. um so i think it, it comes down to if i saw someone if i didn't know them i would assume because mm -hmm. i just don't know um but yeah. if i then were like okay this is your husband these are your children you are an ally thanks for support thanks for wearing that product that gear um and showing your pride for yeah. for loving the community like just because you're straight doesn't mean you can't have that pride you can't show that pride um because pride is not just being gay or being a lesbian being non-binary being transgendered it is mm -hmm. uh it's loving it's loving everything loving people loving personalities loving like all like i can keep going it's no just, and that's and uh, that's it like and that is where my beliefs lie is that I am 100% on team. You can love whoever you want. If you fall in love with a man and you're a woman, great. If you fall in love with a man and you're a man, great. If you fall, if you're a woman, fall in love with, like, however it works out, I truly believe you can fall in love with a person and that ends up being your person. 
Um, I love the line in Schitt's Creek when they're, you know, did you watch Schitt's Creek? I love Schitt's Creek. Okay. okay. So for those who don't know the scene, or if you want to be reminded of the scene, uh, Stevie and David are in a, a liquor store. They're picking out some wine. And up until this point, Stevie really doesn't know whether or not David is gay or if he's straight or what's going on. So she uses wine <laughs> as the euphemism and is asking if he prefers red wine or white wine and really trying to beat around the bush. And his line of, I like the wine, not the label, is just so perfect. Mm -hmm. So perfect. I love that line so much because I will say, like, I married a man. But because I love him, if if there was a girl who treated me the same way and we had the same kind of connection, who knows? But, mm -hmm. you know, I just, the fact that people are so black and white and you gotta be this way, you gotta be this way. Like, no, yeah. so I, I, fall, I follow under love is love. And I, and I agree. I had an, an older coworker um, who was uh, like, not set in stone on being straight, but she was just under the thing that she liked men. Like, yeah. it's men. And one day she came up to me and she was like, I have to show you something. And I'm like, okay, like, what do, what do you have? And she shows me a picture of her. It's a Snapchat, like, saved. But it was her and this girl. And I was like, like, what? Is this? And she was like, yeah. She was like, we've been talking. Like, her name is Kylie. And I started crying. I did. I because I love like love her to death, and so yeah. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, this is proof. She was like, "I never thought this would happen." Blah blah blah. And at the time, and I was like, well, "I don't care if it was going to happen or not." Like, I'm like, "You seem so happy telling me and telling our coworkers about this girl in your life that you never have talked to another woman in a romantic way before." And um, it, one thing came after the next and they're engaged and they're going to get married soon. And, and she, they are the best together. They make each other so happy and she's never been with another woman, but just this one, she was like, you know what? I've had some issues with some men and let me just venture into the, the realm of the same gender and put the gender aside. She found right. it was made her extremely happy and one of the luckiest women to be around. You know what I mean? to have another girl with her and yeah. they are they are honestly so cute i love them to death yeah. and uh so it shows that you just have to push that aside and look at people who they are and what they're for and you will learn to love whatever you want to learn to love like whatever you want to think you're gonna love in that person no matter what right and that's that's the thing and there's so many um there's enough boxes in the world that we need to check like can Absolutely. we just Right, like it's fine. We can just step outside of what is normal. Make this be our. I know everyone after twenty twenty hates the term <laughs> new normal, but but you know, but it, it's just part of the everyday life. And yes. this is actually a very good segue into the next topic I want to tackle with you because you know my daughter. My daughter adores you, but as the, the <laughs> she adores I love Kennedy. She's so cute. Oh my. <laughs> But as the parent of a toddler and or young child, I guess she's not even a toddler anymore, but as the parent of a five-year-old, the questions are starting. Yes. The questions start. And it's the, hmm, mommy, how come so-and-so has two daddies? How come so-and-so has two mommies? Or in public, very, you know, face-to-face -face public, mommy, is that a boy or a girl? So... I figured these are questions a lot of us kind of uh, moms and parents and even, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, sisters, whatever it is that might be around a small child can kind of tackle a little bit more confidently rather than the, oh, uh, I'll tell you when you're older or just dismissing it kind of like our generation really did, uh, right? Absolutely. Or make it be taboo because that I think is the problem mm -hmm. is that if you make something taboo, it puts that in your child's head as like, ooh, something's wrong. Yeah. Right? Ab yeah, absolutely. And um, shout out to my dad who just joined this. Um, hey, daddy. <laughs> dad, <Tapia. laughs> Here he is. He's joining. And um, 
this is a really good topic because, and he would understand speaking that he's here. Um, so my niece and nephew, and hope possibly soon another nephew will be living with my parents. And they, of course, are much younger than myself yeah. and have grown up in the community that is their uncle, me, right? And their uncle, MJ, who is my um, sister's now ex-husband, um, but he's transgendered. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and is legally a man now, as far as what I understood, and cha legally changed his name to Michael. Um, but they, that's just a, that was just a part of life, right? Yeah. So for someone who is young and born having family members who are part of the community, it is easy, right? Because that's just normal. That's just the normal life. So if going into the topic of how does parents who have little ones who are uh, having to come up with these questions and things that are out of their normal because it maybe just isn't a part of their life. That is a, it is a challenging thing to talk about because it, the easy thing to do is push it aside and, and treat it as taboo, weird, and not normal. And I see kids all the time. I mean, as a person who has been um, more into the community, because when I did drag, I would walk around Walmart and Target and a full face of makeup going to get last minute things that I need because my I lost my lashes. They ripped. I I don't know. I need some aspirin. You need what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you see kids that are just like, Ugh. whoever's watching this video can see my face. But just imagine a kid being like disgusted or confused or like what? Like the question of what is is this? Shout out to my mom who just joined. Hey, mom. Hi, uh, mom. <laughs> I know we have my family. So it, you... I think the best thing to do is just is to just be honest. Like, why why do we need to hide it? So, be like, hey, it is it, just being straightforward. You know, you're gonna see Timmy have two dads, and that's okay because sometimes a man will like another man, or a woman will like another woman, and mm -hmm. if they ask why, be and you, some people might put religion into this, being like. Right. Um, well, that's how God made them, or um, that's that's because they love who that person is. You could put religion aside and just be like, they just really like that person, and that makes them happy. You yeah, say, I like that. You could say so-and-so makes them really happy, and they have a happy family, and they love Timmy so much, right? Very true. Yeah, I mean, so just being a parent and kind of the way that I've approached it just to be a resource to you guys and to those of you watching and listening. Um, here's the way that I tackle it with Kennedy, because we too have many um, same-sex families in schools and just in you know our circles. And the way that it's come up is I am just so matter of fact of things. And I almost let her think like, what a silly question. Like, why, why would you even ask that question? Because yeah. I just say, some people have two mommies, some people have two daddies, some people have a mom and a dad. Next. Like, you know, just not even let it be a, a question of it being a deviation from the normal, yeah. you know, where yeah. it's like, yeah, that's cool. This one has two moms. This one gets to celebrate twice on Mother's Day. This one doesn't yeah. have, they don't <laughs> have to buy anything on Father's Day. Other way around over there, like, is what it is. Um, the one that I will say is challenging for me is... Um, helping her navigate around those in the trans community because yeah. it's difficult and i do feel like every individual has very different um expectations and different comfort levels too as far as how they want to be approached or okay. how they want to be referenced and we don't know so the way that i have talked to kennedy about it especially in the moment because we all know kennedy and she's loud and she just says yeah. it right to the person or she'll say it to me <laughs> right in front of the person and mommy, is that a boy or a girl? My response is, I'm not sure. We don't know them. And I think that's fair. So, you know, and, and depending, I'm a pretty good judge of character. I can usually read people. Um, and if the situation is appropriate, I'll tell her, you can ask them if you'd like, you know, and then it puts the ball in their court if they want to have that dialogue or not, or however they want to identify, she then knows. Um, 
that's kind of the way I've approached it. Am I doing okay? <laughs> no, you are. I think, and I think that's great because you don't know them. So yeah. why would you judge gender if you don't know? And that's a big thing because within Disney, they, not too long ago, they started changing. Um, we had to stop saying guys and guys. Like, we just had to stop saying guys. We had to stop referencing every... Oh, hey, guys, come this way? Yes. Or like, uh, what do you guys think? Because... And it's and not necessarily towards men specifically, but just a general label, because we don't know these people. We don't know our guests. And so we started either, I thought I would say y'all because I'm from Texas. Right. But I say, so what's the general reference now? Me as friends, like okay. my friend, like, oh, hey friends, thanks for coming in. Or friends, what do y'all think? Um, or everyone, just everyone as a, as a general being, mm. everyone. So. Um, that's a good thing because I don't know these people. I don't know them. And sometimes I do make assumptions as with gender by what clothes they wear or how they hold themselves. Um, if I have a volunteer and I'm like, or by their name, mm -hmm. like if their name is Ella or Grace, I would assume they are of female gender or Mason or Jack as male gender. Yeah. Um, it, that's very rare that I do that because I still don't know if what if they're non-binary what if like what if they identify as they them so it's just to be like oh hi thanks for coming friend like I just say that because it's a safe bet because you don't know them so I do think that is an, a really good thing to tell Kennedy and mm -hmm. to tell a little one if you're listening to and you're having um, this challenge to come about is it, you don't know so you don't know until you ask and what go talk to them go make a friend Hi. if you think they're safe or go with you go with her and um be like hey my daughter had a question for you and she could ask like oh, what do you and i know i mean maybe saying identify at at a five-year-old age is a little much but and hopefully that person they them he she mm -hmm. would understand that she's younger but she's taking that initiative she's taking that step to introduce herself make friends and learn about you learn how how should she speak to you and how should she identify you as and as a person you know mm -hmm. what i mean like let's push push maybe she says the wrong pronoun but she's learning she's taking that step to be a good person because her mom or dad or dad dad mom and mom are helping them you know what i mean yeah and i think that that's it because again it goes back to that making any sort of instance feel taboo or outside the norm or different that it like paves a neuro pathway in a kid's mind Definitely. You know? so it's it's so much easier to lean into the question rather than avoid it and I mean this happens all the time not just um you know with stuff around LGBT L why can't I always say D I always put a D in there LGBT <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, maybe watch, just watch. There's, there's going to be a D some, at some point added in. Um, and, never know. Um, people are constantly discovering themselves. Yes. Uh, anyway, I, but what I mean to say is that it's for so diversity all around. I mean, here, okay, here's a classic Kennedy story where we were going into the Disney store, our local Disney store. The cast member at the front greeting people was a little person. Okay. So, my bold child. <laughs> Mommy, is that a kid working here? Why are they so small? Again, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't, oh, you can't say that. Don't say, no, that's not the way to approach it. Absolutely. So, the way that my response and the cast member could clearly hear, I said, Toots, people come in all different shapes and sizes, right? Yeah. And, and the cast member so, like, perfectly said, I'm pixie dust size, you know? And because clearly she had to deal with it all the time. And children uh are inquisitive. You're working at the Disney store where children are in front of you constantly throughout the day. So, you know, I think that whether it be those in a wheelchair, someone with some sort of physical disability, um, those of different sizes, someone who could be really tall, like you never know. I think that the best way to approach it with your kid is to make it feel 
so normal and so matter of fact that they don't start to wonder create any sort of bias or yeah. wonder. Yeah. And and that goes to show like what I was saying where you're hoping that said person either be big, small, short, tall, any gender that you can think of is understanding that this child is innocent and they're simply curious and asking a question. But when it comes down to it, it comes down how do the parents react yeah. like you're saying. And you did. You said, hey, Kennedy, it's okay. People come in all shapes and sizes. And that's, what do you mean? That's that's normal. That's, yeah. Why are we questioning that? And And I'm sure she's like, that's right. Mama said it's okay. Mama said it's normal. And dad said it's normal. And grandma, grandpa said it's normal. Yeah. And And your cast member, went along with that Disney magic and just kept it going and, and it and that's okay. So that goes to show it really does help when your person of everything, just being that human is yeah. understanding that people, little ones, little humans like children mm -hmm. are curious because I I'm a firm believer that humans are it's it's instinct for us to come out of the womb liking the opposite gender, right? And then you have your people of your LGBT community, and I'm including everyone, I just don't want to add all the letters, it have their new paths and there's different stories to tell. And for the norm, for the kids who, and I'm, I'm gonna say normal as a label, that would like the opposite gender to have that instinct of liking the opposite sex and then seeing the seeing the difference of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Trying not to go on it like many loopholes here. That's why I get a little tongue twisted. Yeah. That instinct is there, and that we will adapt. So using kind of like a Darwin's, uh, Charles Darwin's kind of a, a theory here that humans are instinctual. Yes, we have our branches, which are people of the community here and mm -hmm. there, but the instinctual kids that have the mindset that man and woman are the the way things go normally we will then evolve to be like well then the normal is we're humans and we love each other it doesn't matter what that is does that make sense i was yeah. really no, it's exactly we this is the way that we were raised look how open we've become and our <laughs> generations are and it's only going to continue to evolve to a more accepting and more normal way of of life for us all. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to sound like like A B C. You know what I mean? Like how yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How I describe that, um, but I I'm a big believer that us as humans, just like animals, have instincts, and we are now evolving to know that it's okay to like the same gender. It's to to want to be the opposite gender because the way you were born is not the way your mind and how you are as that personality. That's something that sometimes you, like I can walk out outside my apartment and see someone and I can't feel their personality. I can't see it until right. I hang out with them, until I know them. So to then take that and be like be normal the new normal is evolving now does that yeah. make sense yeah 100%. cool, cool. Yes, i agree I you're all evolving thank god <laughs> yeah. and it, it's honestly such a touchy subject because i will meet people of the non-binary um family and they get so aggressive by it so it's such mm -hmm. a, a touchy subject because I want to just share my opinions and beliefs. And so I don't, of course, I want to offend anyone because of someone being a part of the community, being a gay, a gay man. Yeah. You meet people who are, are just a part of, of human race and they are identifying as something else, but they get so furious if you call them by the wrong pronoun or wrong sexuality, unfortunately. And it, I don't know if it's an upbringing thing or the way they were raised or the trials and tribulations that they have had in their life story, unfortunately, but it's a, it gets touchy because when you're describing something, you don't want to offend, right? You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but you're just trying to share what you think. And yep. that's how I am. So just want to say No, I think that's <laughs> hard too, is that we're all in such a PC 
suck, like a PC vortex, right? Where we are trying so hard not to say the wrong thing. And that's why, honestly, I was so grateful that like you and I could have this conversation too, yeah. because it just, it helps me learn. It helps other people learn. It helps become a resource um, for both allies and those in the community. So I think that it's, you know, these are the conversations that need to happen and we need to be afraid to ask maybe the wrong questions and um, maybe, you know, humbly ask for the right guidance. Yeah, and it's hard too because pronouns, uh, like pronouns, they, them have not been in our language for years, right. years, years, years. And so this is the, the time of evolvement, right? We're evolving to add that into our our language as identifying people as either he, she, they, them, her, like everything. So having those people who get aggressive by it, by saying, I identifies they, them, and getting mad at someone doesn't reinforce them. It punishes them. It right. I, quite reference. It really does. It makes them be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to talk to y'all anymore. Right. And, and then secluding them as a group of people, as the people who get mad at you, for not re not identifying them as their i how how they identify. Yeah. instead of being like hey i completely understand um you can say he or she like if they are if they um i don't know how to describe this but the closest gender they identify as right so sure. um being a born female body of a woman and then identifying as they them i've met people who are being like i i completely understand i know it's challenging you can say she okay. and just accepting that as like hey i appreciate you trying right I appreciate <laughs> you take the initiative yeah. to say my proper pronouns or at least asking right to show that you care but i get that it's going to take some time for us as human beings to evolve that a part of life right instead of just getting mad and getting frustrated because it's just like behavior and what I have to deal with and it punishes you it punishes you as a human who is a straight man straight woman to want to even try to talk to people right. of the LGBT community and non-binary community because you're like well I tried but it becomes intimidating yeah yeah like, well, I want to talk to you again because you yelled at me for trying right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're going to yell at me and not treat me fairly or nice because I'm trying to have a conversation with you, like, bye-bye, no matter who you are. Yeah, exactly. And hold on. I know. I see your mom just put a comment. <laughs> and that they, them is not natural language. So when you mess up and they get mad right. at Exactly. It's, you're right, mom. It, it, like, don't get mad. Like, yeah. and being a part of a very... Texas Southern household. I'm so thankful and grateful that my family has been supportive of all the things that I do. The, the people who I love, my boyfriend, Jeffrey, they absolutely adore him. They, my parents were the biggest drag supporters. My dad would go to my shows by himself and have a beer or he would hang out with my best friend, Louie, who I used to perform at China Cravens. Um, his dad would go and then our dads would just be there together having beers and making sure that there was no scary men touching us because sometimes they, they show up. Love it. Oh my gosh, the dads as the bouncers. Yes, they, no, they absolutely were. My, my oh, dad and Louis dad were the bouncers because they made sure that ain't nobody touching their sons. <laughs> Or at the time, their daughters. <laughs> right, right. Dep depending on what time the show was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But they were there to make sure we were safe. But they were there to show their support for not only us, but our castmates, our fellow queens um, of transgender community or just being gay and wanting to dress yeah. like a woman. And hi, hi Oren. That's my nephew. But but in, in showing that community, we would shout them out all the time. We would be like... Um, Oh, just give a shout out to Araya and China's dad who are over here, like hanging out, like having a good, yeah. It, so cute. It, it is really awesome. And I'm so thankful for them and all my family. And I wish that others can be like that too. Cause it's hard to talk to other people who have had troubled lives to be like, I haven't had to go through that. Yeah, no, I, I know. And for sure it's a blessing that you, 
did have that kind of experience because I know that there are so many in the community that have not um, mm -hmm. or that are struggling to find that spot or to get to that place. Um, so I for sure hope that that is found. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's cool because my parents, my whole family, I can't just label my parents in this in this category, have been the family that if you need a place to stay, the door's open. Come on in. We'll, yeah. We will, it might not be the best setup, but you have a roof over your head and they make sure your tummy is filled yeah. with food until you can be on your next adventure or get your life set up. And, and as long as you don't take advantage of them, but right. they will always have that safe space for you to go. And they've done that to my friends. They've done it uh, to my sister's friends. Um, they're like, it, it's always available. And I hope, and I not even only hope, but I know that there are other people out there. And I just hope that other people then welcome their homes, whatever the matter is to be a safe place. Everyone should be taking notes from mommy and daddy T over there. Absolutely. <laughs> They're the best. Um, all right. Well, listen, I am taking up so much of your time, but I love this conversation that we're having. I'm going to wrap us up, though, with a question that uh, I ask all my guests. So you are not going to escape this one. Um, if you could go back in time and be any age again, what age would you be? All right. Well, um, saying that my birthday is tomorrow. The twenty. I know. I'm gonna be. The, I'm gonna be 27. Um, if I can go back to any age, what would I go to? Um, 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 honestly, I don't. I don't know. I. I guess a little bit. A few years ago, like when doing doing drag in the community. So probably, I've been here for five years. I'll be 27 tomorrow. 18 honestly 18 is when i started working in the club scene as a drag queen so 18 mid 1920 okay i've been set up i think there were better things i could have done instead of just doing the art of drag mm. i think because i've always been a person that i worry i worry about myself at times because when it comes down to it my friends and family will help me but and I can always be there for someone, but you, we have to help ourselves out of our ruts and, and out of our troubles. And that's what I believe in because I've had to do it for myself. And sometimes other people truly need us as crutches and friends and aids in whatever situation that may be, but you need to ask, right? I'm not gonna dive into that because I have to get out of my ruts too. But I think I could look at it in a different way at that age, being someone who people in the community look up to because drag queens are a big portion of that community and being someone who did drag, yeah. I had so many people come up to us and treat us like superstars and like idols. And when you look at it, I'm just like, hey, I'm just a little gay Southern Texan, Texas boy who decided <laughs> to dress like a woman and is very good at it. <laughs> to entertain you and be more a beacon of guidance and light to show that my story is very good and very grateful for that but to know that there is light out there there is help there is an aid um in whatever that may be it could be being a part of the community it could be a part of life choices if you get where i'm going with that and mm -hmm. um just to know that you can talk to anyone and, and I could help with that. Like being on my social media, using that platform as such. Yeah. Uh, and even sharing that message in my performance, I think uh, that I would like to go back because it was fun, but also I could be a better person. I love that. I love you so much. You're just the best. I have so many amazing things to share um, with, you know, with everyone. And I love that you're part of so many communities, not just the LGBT, D, no, I'm just kidding, LGBTQ <laughs> community, but also, you know, the Disney community, that, that's how we met, yes. um, but also, you're a member of the podcast community now, too. I am, yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> whoop, whoop. So tell us about your podcast and how we can find you. Yes, um, my show is called Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between, Tea as in T-E-A, like sipping tea, like some gossip, 
and Everything in Between podcast. It is hosted by me, myself, and I, Aaron Tapia. Um, it is on Apple and Spotify. So Apple Podcasts and Spotify is where you can find it or on the Anchor app, which is owned by Spotify. Um, and it is a show where I bring on my friends or uh, I'm looking to branch out into people who I may not know but have a story to tell or something to talk about. And the goal is to have a drink unless you're driving, because that's not safe, um, or, or legal, might I say. Legal, yeah. Um, but to have a drink and talk about either your story or a random topic. Um, and I'm on my, it airs every Thursday at eight o'clock, um, unless something happens and I just can't record. And um, check it out on Apple and Spotify every Thursday at eight o'clock, where you can just have a good laugh or learn something fun about any random topic. So it's just a place to chat and go on tangents because I am a big person who will go on so many branches in a conversation and go right back to the, what we talked about an hour later. That's how but, I do. Yeah, I'm very, I like that. I'm a very branchy conversationalist. And I am too. And it's hard to not to when you're under like a certain time frame because you're like, yeah. okay, we gotta keep going. But yeah. Exactly. I want, I, that's where my show is, is if you just want to be a part of it, feel like you're a part of the conversation as a listener and just have a laugh and maybe learn something cool. Love it. Well, I will be tuning in. I can not thank you enough for your time, your friendship. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> love selfish because will you say goodbye to us in the way that you are saved in my phone? <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. We'll see you real soon. <laughs> this is the best. Oh, All right. I love you. I'll talk to you Love soon. you too. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to rate and review the episode or better yet, do me a favor and go ahead and give this a share over on your social media. If you're on Instagram, be sure to share it in your stories and tag me at it's Casey Potts and I'll be sure to send some love right back. Stay tuned for more podcast episodes. You can also find me over on Instagram or on YouTube by searching Casey's Corner with Case. See you real soon.